We're all fucked up. No one has their shit together. Every single person is just figuring it out as they go. So anybody that you see in the world that seems to have all of their ducks in a row fucking doesn't. Or at least they don't the majority of the time. I know a lot of confident people. Hell, I like to think that the majority of time I am a confident person. And the majority of the time I have a general structure to my life. But that's not to say that I always have my ducks in a row and always know everything I'm doing and have the utmost control over everything. And the reason why I opened this podcast, episode 63, with this particular mantra is because I feel it is damn important to understand that we are just one fish in a pond of people that haven't got a fucking clue what they're doing. Because so often... It is so easy for us to be ashamed of the things that we do or are not able to do at any given moment. It's so easy for us to turn to social media and just see this society of highlights of, oh my God, look at all of these people that have their ducks in a row all the time. Everything is great. Everything is linear. They're disciplined every day and every day they wake up and they feel like it and they're enthused and blah, 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 blah. We all fuck up. Even these people fuck up, but they don't show it because showing it in their mind is bad for business. Hell, I've liked to think I've made the majority of my career off the back of showing that I am human and that it's okay to fuck up. And that isn't about to stop in this particular episode. Because what I want to get across is you are not always going to feel like it. You're going to wake up some mornings and you're just not going to want to do it. As much as in the previous episode, I was spoke about making sure that you push yourself forwards and you understand that some mornings you've got to fucking get on with it, it's okay to take your foot off the gas from time to time. It's okay to understand that you just don't feel like it. I spoke to my academy about this in a live last night. So if any of my academy are listening, you'll know what this story is about to be. But there is a philosopher public speaker that I love um, called Simon Sinek and pretty much everything Simon has to say resonates with me so if you like my shit go and follow Simon you'll soon see what I'm on about and he speaks quite a bit about businesses and management because that's his forte but this stuff can be applied to managing ourselves as well and in his company he has the usual holidays you know the holiday allowance sick days etc but he allows his employees duvet days now obviously you know he doesn't want them to take the piss with these days but basically what a duvet day is is we all get those days where we wake up in the morning and we just don't feel like it for no reason whatsoever we could have been the most enthused the most motivated the most up for it yesterday but for some reason we've woken up and we're just not up for work today now what simon does is he structures his team and structures the work in such a way that any one of his employees can pick up the phone and go, I'm taking a duvet day today. Because he wants to breed this society of honesty. He wants people to be able to say, I just don't feel like working today. Because obviously in 21st century society, with the amount of stress and, you know, the impact of the things around us, that is the society that we're in nowadays. Some days we just don't feel like doing it. And we have to be empathetic to that. So what he does, he basically says, you know, Pick up the phone and just be honest. Instead of putting on your best sick voice and going, oh, I don't feel very well. I'm so sorry. I'm not going to make it in today. Just pick up the phone and say, I'm taking a duvet day today. I'm struggling. 
and that's absolutely fine to do now again like i said this is a system which is easily abused it's a system which you could easily you know he has to stay on point with his managers and make sure that people aren't taking the piss because people do have a tendency to do that but i love this mentality because it's empathetic to the human condition it's empathetic to the fact that people do struggle sometimes for no reason whatsoever and that's okay now one duvet day one moment of going, I don't really feel like it today, I'm struggling, I'm just going to take a, a personal day, is absolutely fine. Because A, you've bred that society of honesty. You've, you know, you've not encouraged someone to lie about being sick. You've just said to them, just tell me. But also, it's important to understand that we're all entitled to a day where we don't feel like it. A day off, if you will. But we're not entitled to do that continuously. The issue comes where duvet days become consecutive, where we allow the world, our thoughts, our feelings about what's going on in our lives or the world around us to dominate us and then to cause us to close in on ourselves. And that's spiral down into the depths of things like depression. So the reason why I wanted to record this specific podcast is to let you know that even the people that are the most disciplined seemingly the most focused, the most composed. Everybody shows and wears their flaws differently and everybody shows and wears their vulnerability differently. Even the most rock solid of people are flapped from time to time. Some people want to show it, some people don't. Like I said, I'm the kind of person where I'd rather just be honest about how I'm feeling and leave it there because... I feel it's the best way and it's the most comfortable way. If you're honest, there's only one version of events. So it's incredibly kind of easy to navigate your life. Not to mention everybody is under no illusions as to where they stand in your life and your opinion on things. I make my opinions quite publicly known because those are my opinions. You don't have to kind of side with them. You don't have to agree. I'm open to people disagreeing. But by being completely honest about who I am and what I believe in, I attract people that either want or have that same mentality. Therefore, the people I have around me are the people that I want to have around me because we have those equal values, etc. But if we drown ourselves in social media, we drown ourselves in the world of thinking that we're always going to be enthused, we're always going to be up for it, we're always going to wake up every morning feeling disciplined to get up and go to the gym or always, you know, disciplined to track on my fitness pal and be organized. Then we're going to set ourselves up to fail because we're going to self-deprecate and we are going to absolutely kick the shit out of ourselves mentally when a morning comes along that we don't feel like it, but we feel like crap because we feel like we should have done it. But the irony is they're inevitable. Look at every stage of any diet, any transformation you've ever done. And or any stage of any kind of project you've done, let alone dieting, every stage, at some point, you've not fallen off the wagon, but you've eased off the gas. That's inevitable. We've done it with parenting. We've done it with anything we've ever done because that's the human condition. We get distracted. We get complacent. And I don't even want to say we get lazy because it's not a laziness per se. It's everybody loves having the ability to relax and put your feet up. Some days you go, oh, I'll do it in a minute or I can't be bothered. 
And so if we apply the Instagram mentality to everything that we do and we never, ever accept failure or accept that, you know, we're allowed to have a day where we do no more than a thousand steps, then where does that leave us? That leaves us with this absolute perfection mentality and a guaranteed route to failure and a guaranteed route to a fucked relationship with food movement and most importantly ourselves. Now, again, sometimes it's people will take the relaxed attitude I have. Sometimes people will take the mentality I have and they will run with it far too far to the point of going, well, you know, you said it's okay to chill out, so that's exactly what I'm doing. And it's like, okay, cool, that's fine, but you've chilled out five of the seven days this week. So there's got to be some control in there. There's got to be discipline. And as much as in some ways it may feel like I'm contradicting, but the previous podcast I recorded, like I said, it's important that we understand that everybody's different. Everybody needs a different approach. I've got people in my academy that need the approach of episode 62. Get the fuck on with it. Stop putting these excuses in the way and do it. But I've also got people in my academy that need this approach to understand that it's about perfection, not progress. People that set their calories just shy of maintenance aim to run under them and accept whatever deficit they achieve because the pressure of you can't have those calories causes them to go overboard and they don't achieve anything. So marathon, not a sprint. Smaller progress is better than no progress whatsoever and especially better than backwards progress. And then, of course, I've got probably the majority of you listening to this, which are in between. Some days you need the attitude of podcast 62. Some days you need the attitude of podcast 63. It all depends on what's going on in your life which also dictates where you are in your own headspace. At this present moment in time with myself, I'm chilled. And it would be foolish for me to jump into 62, but also I'm enjoying more of a 63 mentality at the moment. I'm back into the rhythm of training again. I'm enjoying that training, but there is such a thing as pushing too hard. There is such a thing of driving yourself towards a point which is just not realistic. And so lots and lots of changes have gone on since that last podcast. And I've overhauled a lot of elements of what I'm doing to find a better balance, to make sure that I'm still getting fucking shit done, to make sure that I'm not making excuses. So it isn't really a choice between 62 and 63. I've taken the elements of 62 that I needed, the drive forward. I'm just thinking, if you haven't listened to 62 at this point, you're pretty fucked. (laughs) So go back and listen to it if this is the first one. But my point being that I've taken the elements that I needed for my life, applied them, not making excuses anymore, and now I've got the ability to have a 63 mindset. So with regards to yourselves, I would actively encourage you first and foremost to just focus on what you're doing. And if you're fucking up per se, or things aren't going quite to plan, the best advice, literally top of the fucking tree, own it. If you are struggling... If you're not doing well, own it. Whether that is to a coach like myself or whether that is to yourself. If you are struggling, do not allow dishonesty and a lack of integrity to creep into that equation. Because all you're going to do 
is miss the wood through the trees. You're going to mask everything that's going wrong and therefore you won't have any ability to fix any issues because you're refusing to acknowledge that there are issues. You can't fix anything the whole time you're going, no, there's no problem there. Imagine a leaking pipe in your ceiling and fucking water's dripping through the ceiling and then all you keep doing is just masking it over so that the leak appears somewhere else. It's still fucking leaking. Damage is still being done. Irreparable damage in time is being done. You can't ignore it. You've got to get on with it. You've got to fix it. So, as I said, rather than it being a full-on go of, right, everybody take the 62 mentality and everybody take the 63 mentality or kind of, you know, like I said earlier, there are people that need a balance between these approaches. Some people more, let's say, 80-20 in the sense of 80% episode 62, get the fuck on with it, stop making excuses, and then 20% 63, it's okay to ease off every now and then, and then people that are the opposite. Everybody needs... Every day, I would say, a different ratio of both of these approaches. It's not a case of one contradicting another. It's that knowing what you're able to do, knowing what is realistic for you and recalibrating your thoughts and your approach for that day is what's vital. You cannot just constantly go with the fucking balls out, I'm doing every single day, no days off, like completely disciplined, life is linear. You're not gonna. That approach is destined to fail. But also the approach of I'm just gonna chill out today. I'm just feeling a bit under pressure. That's also destined to fail. I'm sorry, but yes, you do need to get up. You do need to get on with shit. But the first thing before you approach anything that you're up to, like I said, projects, diet, exercise, movement, your own mentality, your own productivity, whatever, your own relationship with yourself. First thing you've got to do is own the issues. You ain't fixing a damn thing unless first you go, right, that's a problem, that's getting in my way. Once you've done that and you're honest with yourself, I tell you what, the weight that's lifted off your shoulders. Once you own both your strengths but also your weaknesses as an individual in your character and your personality, not only is that weight lifted because it's finally out in the open, but also you're then in a position to go, right, this is me. Now that song's in your head. This is me. And now you've got the opportunity to change those things. If they are an issue. If they are actually things you want to change. People have elements of their personality which some would deem flaws. But others, you know, go, you know what? No, that's a strength. People being um, disciplined or, you know, ruthless or even obsessive. I have obsessive elements of my personality. When I get the bit between my teeth about something, I think about nothing else. In some... What's the word? circumstances that's a flaw when directed inappropriately that obsession is a really bad thing but when directed appropriately it's one of the things that makes me successful in the things that I apply myself to because I am fucking obsessed with them it's I think about it all day all night I lie awake thinking of ways that I can achieve it or do it or approach it etc obsession is a good quality, but can also be a bad quality. And the moment we begin to accept this yin and yang of life and this balance that both elements are required, you can't have darkness without light, etc. Not only do we find ourselves more at peace and more calm, but we also find ourselves way more productive in the way that we go about our days. Because if we wake up and we need a duvet day, 
if we wake up and we're just not feeling the world that day. Rather than beating ourselves up, gorging, and then beating ourselves up even further because we fucked it up and we failed, we recalibrate because we understand that one hot day doesn't make a summer. We understand that one day of taking our foot off the gas and just allowing ourselves to recharge, it ain't going to lose any muscle. It ain't going to gain any body fat. And the only thing that day could do is fuck up our own mentality if we actually fuck up our own mentality ourselves. If we embrace that day for what it is and what we need at the time, then we can wake up the following day in an even stronger position to push forwards. Potentially in a position where we're even less receptive to our own excuses because we're like, nah, I've had my recharge. Let's fucking get on with it now. I am ready. I'm enthused. I'm excited. But as I said at the beginning of this episode, we're living in a society of dishonesty. We're living in a society of masquerade. Everybody shows nothing but their highlights. Look at what a great parent I am. Look at how much I love the gym. Look how fit I am. Look at how carefree my life is. Look at look at how many problems I don't have in my life. Bollocks. Because the funny thing is, if you follow anybody on YouTube or in- Instagram for longer than I'd probably say about a year, at some point you will have seen them put a post or something up going, hi guys, you know, sorry I've been absent for a little bit, had some stuff going on. Or they might go more in depth. That perfection mentality only ever leads to breakdowns mental breakdowns which then lead to more issues we've got to shake this mentality of being a society which is ashamed to be ourselves ashamed to have an opinion ashamed to fail to fall down we've got to shake this mentality of it's okay to miss a workout because you chose to Or it's okay to miss a workout because you're lazy. There was a time that I didn't post on bloody Instagram or anything. If I was like, don't feel like going in today, just woke up, was knackered. Fucking hell, I wouldn't tell anybody that because that's not particularly motivating, is it? But the fact is, it's the truth. And if we set ourselves up to fail by going, oh my God, I need to mirror that Chris Moyes guy because he never misses the gym. He's always on it. He's always focused. Then what's going to happen then? You're going to set yourself up to fail because you're going to be like, oh, I'm never going to live up to that expectation of myself because you've set your expectation of yourself far too fucking high. I spoke in the last episode about putting rules in place with yourself and I'm still a huge advocate for that because it stops you from abusing the duvet day mentality. You know, you can't miss two days in a row with the gym, these kind of things. You've got to keep your structure. You can't be off structure. You can't not track for two days in a row because it helps you not lose momentum. But it also helps you be disciplined, like I said, to not abuse these things, which it's human nature to want another bite. It's human nature to want a little bit more. It's something that keeps us hungry, but it's also something that helps us achieve. Again, something which is a huge detriment to us but doesn't always have to be, can be a huge win. Being hungry, always wanting to achieve, always wanting to get the next thing or do the next thing, it's a good thing. Always thinking about the next goal is a good thing. But only if balanced out or diluted slightly with the understanding that it's okay to have periods where we're not pushing forwards, periods where we do ease off the gas. And this is why I'm a huge break, a, a huge advocate for 
duvet days as discussed in his podcast, for refeed days, and for diet breaks. I've seen some of the most successful people come through the academy where they take a week to just ease off midway through a program, even when they're at their most successful. They take a week just to go up to maintenance calories, maybe come off of my fitness pal, enjoy a nice relaxed week, and then get straight back into it again. That first day of getting back into it is going to be a grinder. That's going to be a fucking day where they've really got to pull themselves out of the mud and they need an episode like 62 to listen to to go get the fuck on with it and begin building that momentum again. But by having that break, they're in a much healthier mental place to be able to push on. So my final words in this podcast to you. Stop following what you think is the normality of society. Stop treating what you see as gospel and the only thing that's going on. Think of it like Love Island. You only see an hour of Love Island, an hour of footage, not even that because of the fucking adverts, but you only see that short snapshot of their days. You don't see everything else that's going on. So reserve judgment and be cautious of committing to these idols to these aspirations, to this expectation when you're not seeing the full picture. Understand that everybody is human, everybody falls on a repeated basis, on a regular basis, but it's the getting up that counts. And goals are achieved not through one moment, not through ruthless discipline and intensity, but goals are achieved through consistency and through majority. If you spend the majority of the time working towards your goal and being disciplined with yourself, then you not only afford yourself the ability to ease off the gas and have things like duvet days, diet breaks, refeeds, etc. But you also use those elements to forge a better relationship with your food, with your movement, with your exercise. And you actually will be more successful because your brain needs a break. And if you give it that break, it will reward you. But that's not to say that you're ever going to be in a position where you don't have to keep grinding, where you don't have to keep repeating these days, where you don't feel like it, but you've got to get moving again. There are thousands ahead of you. You're going to have to pull yourself out of the mud and get yourself to do something you don't want to do at that moment in time over and over again every time you ease off the gas. Once you accept that that's the case, you will be far more successful. So remember the yin and the yang, folks. Remember that it's important to be ruthlessly disciplined and accept no excuses. But it's also important to understand that we do need periods where we ease off the gas. Periods where we just go, I don't feel like it today. And that's okay. As long as we pull ourselves back up and we go, right, you didn't feel like it yesterday, but sorry, mate. You've got to get on with it today because if you snowball those I don't feel like it days, you're going to find yourself in a position where you don't achieve and you're going backwards. And as always, work with the utmost integrity. With everything you do, honesty and integrity need to be the foundation of it, whether it's dieting, whether it's projects, whether it's relationships. Be honest, always. Trust me been on the other side of that fence it don't feel good and it will catch up with you folks appreciate you listening 
hope you've enjoyed it jump on apple podcast leave a little review for me always helps to spread awareness of the podcast but you know what helps even more you've all got social media accounts doesn't take a second to go on to my page at chris moyes fitness and just give the post about the podcast to share maybe with a little blurb with your thoughts about a particular episode or the podcast in general if you guys can share it you're going to help somebody else and this is all about paying it forwards i do this for you to pay forwards my experience and my knowledge to you and my mission for you is to pay it forwards to other people most of you won't that's part of the human condition as well i mean christ i ask every single one of my class goers to wash their hands on the way out of the of the uh, of the class but funny enough when i go to check those sinks they're dry as a bone so it's important that we understand that yeah people will be people but why don't you you listening right now why don't you do a do a small town bogner coach a favor and just give this podcast a share for me it would mean the world and who knows who knows how powerful this information could be to somebody out there so folks appreciate your time as always with your days with everything you're doing accept everything that you're not able to change have the courage to change every single thing that you can and the wisdom to know the difference between those two things and i'll see you on 64 toodles